welcome to Sunday Strolls, a podcast to get to know the people living in and around the busy streets of the French capital, Paris. I'm your host, Leticia, and each week, a new guest with an inspiring story take me around a neighbourhood of Paris that's important to them. As we walk and talk, I find out about the personal stories connected to that particular place. This week, join me on my stroll with Paula Forteza. Paula strikes me as the type of person who could do anything she sets her mind to. She's still young, but she's lived multiple lives already. franco Argentinian, she's lived between both countries. She's constantly looking to discover new things, and she's worked in many different industries, from the fashion industry to politics. After a Master of Public Affairs in France, Paula started working for the French government on open data policy, in a service called Italab. She then got elected as an MP under the Macron administration from 2017 to 2020. She quit politics in 2022 and went on to discover an entirely new industry, the world of art. This year, Paula opened an art gallery called Artivistas, politics and the fight against social injustices still being an important part of her life. The art on display at her gallery is inherently political and represents Latin American socially engaged artists. We met up in the 9th arrondissement in front of Paula's art gallery. As we walked around the neighborhood, we talked about political art, the fear of starting new projects, and what it's like to work as a French politician. A map of our walk is available on the podcast's Instagram page, so you can follow along. The links are in the show notes. And now, here's my conversation with Paula Forteza. I started by asking her to describe where we were. So we're just in front of my new gallery, Artivistas, uh, which is a place that opened a month ago. And it's like my new home. (laughs) It's an art gallery for Latin American art, uh, art that is engaged for different causes, so ecology, feminism, human rights, um, a lot of the, the fights we need to, uh, to have nowadays. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. And where is it in Paris? So it's in the 9e arrondissement, uh, 35 Rue Blanche. Uh, it's a very central place and um, a very nice neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Is there a particular reason why you chose this neighborhood for the art gallery? So first I was looking for a place at De Marais because it's the traditional place for art galleries. Uh, But then uh, the agent I was working with told me I have the perfect place for you. It's uh, an old pharmacy. Um, It's uh, very big. It's um, uh, very well located, and uh, the moment I saw it, I said it's the place for my project. Did you visit a lot of other places before before you found it? Yes, it's not easy to find a place in Paris. There's a lot of competition. Um, places are very expensive too. So uh, yeah, it takes a time, uh, a while to to find the right place. Yeah. Well, cool. It's- it seems like a beautiful space. Thank you. There's huge windows, so we can see inside very easily. And uh, so there's this um, uh, huge like um, wood furniture that comes from the time it was a pharmacy. 
that we yeah we chose to keep because it's wonderful and even all the people from the neighborhood said thank you that you kept it because it was kind of uh, yeah it, it was very important to them and they remember when they were little and they came here to the pharmacy and uh, so well so this furniture helps us like uh, show different uh, uh, different pictures and uh, we like to put them all together like kind of a very in a very chaotic way but that's what I like like the explosion of colors and the different styles and I think it's what is appealing also we we see when we are inside working we see people like uh, stopping and looking and checking out and wanting to get in and so it's yeah a way to attract people mm, yeah it's beautiful and the the bird like this on the window is yeah. that permanent or uh, no so we have uh, so so in this future window we um, ask uh, the different artists to intervene and um, so it's kind of street art <laughs> we are we're kind of uh, encouraging street art but uh, in a legal way because it's our <laughs> window and every month we have a new show so every month we ask a new artist to uh, do its its art on the window mm, so this changes every month yeah and now it's a it's a expo on birds right yeah on bird life and we worked with the LPO which is the the big uh, French associations for uh, protection of bird life and um, we, we love to work with associations and try to, so part of the sellings and the income from the sellings go to the association uh, to support uh, this, this issue, this mission. And yeah, we like this uh, feeling that people can have that they're buying art, but they're, they're also supporting a cause. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for and, sure. Um, yeah. It goes with the, the activism part of yeah, exactly. um do you want to walk around? Yes, let's. So did you did you know the area well before before moving like moving to the art here? Not so much. I kind of discovered the neighborhood uh, while opening the the art gallery, and um, it's a very nice neighborhood. There's a lot of um, like uh, family life, but also a lot of young people that come to the um, to the different bars. Uh, around Pigalle or, um, or the Moulin Rouge. Uh, there's a lot of tourism too, which is important for our business. And um, so it's the perfect mix between these different populations. Yeah, that's good. And um, I mean, it's just been a month, so maybe you don't know for sure, but um, are there a lot of tourists that visit the art gallery or who's, who are the type of people that come? We do uh, listen a lot. <laughs> to English and uh, different languages um, during the day. Um, we do have also a lot of Latin American people that live in Paris and that miss <laughs> their countries because they, they kind of feel at home <laughs> at the gallery um, because we don't, also, we don't only um, expose art but we also do a lot of events. Uh, so, for instance, tonight we have a tango lesson. Ah, so fun! Yeah, and we have uh, concerts, conferences, 
and so it's uh, like different occasions to meet uh, other people from Latin America and don't feel uh, so uh, alone sometimes uh, yeah. in a city that can be uh, where people are a bit individualistic and uh, yeah. isolated sometimes. And you, you're um, French but also from, from Argentina, so is that why you wanted to to represent Latin American artists? Yeah, that's uh, in part the, the reason. Also because I was an MP before opening uh, this place and I was representing French people living in Latin America. And that uh, allowed me to travel a lot uh, around the region. So um, I met a lot of different persons and people and, uh, and I, uh, and artists, and so it was really interesting. So does the idea of opening the art gallery come from your time when you were an MP then, or, and meeting all those people, or where does that idea come from? First, I, I decided not to run again for MP, and um, because I was looking for a different way to, um, like to, to, to fight for the causes I believe in uh, because I thought uh, political action um, was not as efficient as I thought and uh, well in times of uh, democratic crisis and of um, like uh, distrust uh, against um, political actors uh, I was trying to find a different way to yeah to express what I wanted to express and to um, get people to participate and get people to um, understand these different challenges. So the different challenges being the environment, mm -hmm. uh, equality, yeah. being uh, yeah um, gender gender equality, uh, social equality. Um, we have in, in Latin America nowadays a lot of um, a huge fight of women for their rights. Uh, the, the countries are still very conservative uh, in, the, in those terms. And, um, and so, yeah, every, all, all of these like, uh, movements are very, very important to me. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's interesting, I, I, I want to get back to also, you know, your life as a politician, because I find that super interesting, but maybe before we talk about that, um, what you said about people distrusting politicians nowadays, and do you think um, art is like a good vehicle to, to bring people together and to, and to prove a, a point or yeah, I think sometimes, and we we see that at the gallery, uh, people come by or just get in because they see colors and they see things that aesthetically are, are pleasing and appealing. And afterwards, they understand what the artist wanted to say, and and they're like exposed to all all of these like issues. And it's yeah, it's a way to. Um, to yeah, democratize a little bit all of these uh, these fights. Mm -hmm. 
And there's the, there's the art part, because the gallery, I don't know if we said it already, but the gallery is called uh, Artivistest. Yeah. Um, so there's the artist part, but then there's also the activism part. Uh-huh. For you, is it very important that art is, you know, engaged and, and that is activism to art? I think it's what appeals me in art and uh, what I see, where I see an interest also in art. Uh, and I respect, of course, contemporary art that is completely abstract and with no meaning and no message. Um, but it's not what I, uh, what I choose to, uh, to show. <laughs> and obviously, you have a very political life, so it also yeah. makes sense. I saw on your Instagram that you, your handle is, still says that you're a politician. So I was wondering if that was... Um, intentional, like the, the work that you do now, you still consider very political? Um, that's just Instagram doing its yeah, job. Okay. <laughs> I don't know uh, how um, I was classified that way or when, but um, personality politique, yeah, like uh, I, I still feel that way, even if I'm not an elected. I, I still feel that I do politics uh, in a different way. I started by um, studying uh, political science in Argentina and I worked in a, a center that uh, uh, was researching uh, around the public policy in Latin America. Um, and there I, I worked around social policy and um, and then I, I got bored <laughs> and I went to uh, the fashion industry, so nothing to do. <laughs> and, and then I had an, uh, like a project to, to do uh, food trucks, to open food trucks in Buenos Aires. And so then I came to France and um, came back to politics. And so I went, uh, I did a, an MPA at uh, Sciences Po, a Master in Public Affairs. And I started working uh, in the French state around open data and open government. Um, so anything related to how digital can help public policy be more efficient, be more open, more participative. And, uh, and after that, I created uh, an enterprise around uh, software, uh, software development, and then I was an MP, I was elected, and I tried to apply everything that I had learned uh, during my time at Etalab, which was this uh, service in the French state. And then as, a, as an MP, I worked on different topics. I, I work on the GDPR, for instance, yeah, the Data Protection Act. That was one of my big um, like responsibilities. Um, then I worked a lot, yes, around digital rights, around civic techs, around um, women rights. Um, so yeah, a lot of different topics. Yeah, lots of different. Uh, how, how does that work actually when you, when you become an MP? 
do you get to choose which topics you work on or are you assigned to specific topics? I mean, you choose what you specialize on, then uh, you do have to kind of negotiate to get uh, responsibilities, so uh, to be able to defend a bill, for instance, or to be able to write a report on something and present it to the government. Um, so yeah, you need to convince around uh, or convince your peers or your colleagues that you are the best for that kind of job, you know. Mm. Okay, yeah, so that's always like politics within politics. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, when you do politics, you're all day long negotiating and convincing and for any little thing. <laughs> it's a very hard ecosystem. And and do you think that that's something that you've always had within you? Like, I guess even because that's kind of similar when you start your own business, you also have to have that, you know, very, uh, I, I'm assuming I've never started my own business, but you have to be a good negotiator. Yeah, I think what moves me is like, very broadly, like fighting injustice. And so when I was very little, I was already like trying to protect the weak and trying to um, represent my peers and, uh, and yeah, advocating for different things. And so that stick and uh, <laughs> I think it's more like that's what moves me and then in order to, to be able to like defend those people, you need to negotiate and you need to do the hard political work that I don't like that much, mm. but it comes with the job. <laughs> yeah, so for you it's not, um, it's about the ideas more than... Yes. Yeah, one thing I, I, I am super interested in, um, the fact that you're also Argentinian. I'm, I'm sure it's impacted the way you see French politics, and I was wondering how that played out in Parliament and, and your perspective on, on certain things because you are also Argentinian. Yeah, I think, um, well, this multiculturalism or biculturalism is for me a, a positive thing. For, for a long time, I, I lived it like something negative because I felt I was not from here, not from there, and always feeling like a stranger. Um, but afterwards, with time, I realized it was like um, something positive and something I had to like share. And um, and so what it gave me is it's an open mind. Uh, it gave me a lot of um, tolerance um, and openness to cultural diversity. Mm -hmm. And you. So you said, you mentioned that you um, moved a lot to, to talk to people when you were an MP mm -hmm. and you met a lot of different people from different countries. Um, what, what was, you know, something that surprised you in that time when you were traveling and, and talking to all these people? They thought we had like much more power than we have. <laughs> and so sometimes it was a bit frustrating because you, of course, you want to to defend them and you do all in your reach to do it 
but my job was very hard because I, I represented 33 countries. Uh, so I couldn't even be present everywhere and at the same time do my job in the French National Assembly at Paris um, and trying to have like a national um, level of debate and, uh, and uh, engagement. Um, so I felt like a lot of people were deceived with what I was able to do, even if I gave it all uh, during the mandate. And um, I think, yeah, there's a lot of misunderstanding between, um, between electors and politicians. But also I think, and that's why I chose art, is like we, we have to find other ways of talking about politics that are more, more lively, more, um, uh, more light maybe, more... Um, we need to, to talk about it with hope and uh, with, um, with energy, with dynamism. And so, uh, so yes, there's different ways to work towards that. You mm -hmm. can be an MP, but you can also open a gallery. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But for people who are going to the gallery and, and enjoying the art, is the end goal that they themselves afterwards decide, okay, I'm going to act uh, for mm -hmm. this certain goal, or is it just to consume all of that information? I think that's what I hope. It's that like this art that is so... Um, so beautiful and so engaging and so um, plenty of colors and uh, yeah and dynamism. I, I hope it the, the, the occasion to, to act by themselves and to say if you have this kind of drawings that tell you that there's no planet, no planet B and, uh, and it's so nicely put and so uh, beautiful to see and to watch every day and you have it in your in your room and you see it every day when you wake up i i'm hoping it can give you can remind you every day that you can do something and that you need to act uh, towards that <laughs> i was going to ask if there's a piece of of art or an artist that has had that effect on you you know particularly that you remember yeah, well, that sticks uh, out the artist we opened with uh, is called Vico, and she draws um, vaginas, huge vaginas. And it's something that for some people is so shocking. And for me, it was that a reminder that we don't need to be uh, like to um, uh, be afraid or to be like uh, of our own bodies. And that there's also this feminist uh, like message behind it that uh, like uh, men have uh, draw their penises around for ages and uh, uh, well there's not only that we we also can like take place uh, in the public space and we also can like uh, have the same visibility <laughs> and um, so yeah that it it's interesting because it can um, like disturb you to, to look at that at the first time, and, but it makes you think. Uh, 
yeah, that's the kind of effect I would like people to have when they come at the gallery. <laughs> and I'm also curious about how you jump from you know, being an MP to opening an art gallery. I understand the goal that you wanted to achieve, but why an art gallery? Is it because you were particularly interested in art or is it just that the opportunity presented itself? Yeah, so I, I discovered uh, art, well, discovered, I started drawing myself uh, when, uh, during the COVID. So uh, when I was at home and I was bored, uh, I had a lot of time, like a lot of us, and I started uh, drawing and uh, taking art, art lessons. And, um, and so more and more I told myself I wanted to do something uh, with that. But also my mom is an artist, so maybe uh, that's yeah. <laughs> always around, you know. Yeah, it must have an influence. And yeah. your sister is an opera singer, yes. so an artistic family. Yes, yes. <laughs> what do they think of you becoming a politician then? Well, I don't know. Uh, my father was more the one that was in economics and in politics, so uh, I think it was more linked to the relationship I had with my father. Uh, but yeah, I guess I... I had a time in my life where I was more linked to my father and now more linked to my mother. Well, is that is that how you like how you feel it? Like now you feel more, more like there's a part of you that's more connected. Yeah, but simply because we have uh, a lot of things to talk about and uh, that I discover also her world. So um, and I understand her world uh, better than before. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's also a great aspect of, of going into so many different careers is that you get to see so many different worlds. And, yeah. Um, do you ever get scared when you, like for example, starting up an art gallery, were you nervous because it's so different to what you did before? Yes, of course, uh, because I, you always wonder if you're going to be able to, to make it and um, if you are legitimate enough for people to, to accept you in this new industry and will I have the know-how, will I have the network, will I have... Yeah, those are questions that we always ask ourselves at different <coughs> moments. Um, but I take it like more, yeah, as a challenge, as a game, as something interesting and new to discover. So it's not like uh, uh, like something too negative that puts me yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. So you like manage to kind of rise rise above that. Yeah. And I don't know if there's anything else that I maybe haven't asked you about you or the gallery that you want to mention. No, I think it, yeah, you everyone should come because uh, every day there's something different happen, happening here. We're trying out so many things. Like, uh, we do a lot of art, um, art workshops too, and uh, we do an activity that we love that's called uh, drink and draw. <laughs> uh, and so, yes. yeah, we drink and we draw. <laughs> and it's very, very funny. Uh, we have a good, a very good time. And we have activities for, for children too. So for instance, on Sunday, uh, we do brunch and uh, activities for children so that the parents can relax. <laughs> That's great. And 
Because it's a it's a cafe as well, right? It's a cafe as well. So there's very a lot of uh, good stuff from uh, from Latin American too, like uh, um, Colombian coffee. We have uh, alfajores, which is like um, like a sweet cookie with chocolate and and dulce de leche, which is a kind of coffee or something like that. I love Fair. dulce de leche. Yes, my so favorite good. thing. So good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, thank you so much. Everyone check out the, the gallery. And what's the Instagram if you... The Instagram is artivistas.paris and the, the web page is um, artivistas.fr.fr. Okay, cool. <laughs> Great, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to Sunday Strolls. If you liked it, I would appreciate it so much if you shared it to others around you. The map for this week's episode is available on Instagram and you can follow the page at Pod. You can also follow Paula and the Arsavistas Gallery on Instagram. The links are in the show notes as well. Thanks again and see you next week for a new stroll.